Oh yeah. Alright guys, still dulcet tones, but just a little bit differenter than normal. Um, this is the Movie Dummies Podcast, the show where we talk about movies and we're dummies. The song's kind we're of... Big uh, dummy. We're big dummies. The song's kind of getting me though. Okay, anyways. Oh, I'm Joe, and with me this week is Shannon. Hi. Angela. Hi. Matt. And no, Aaron. But like we said last week, maybe he'll make a return soon? Question mark. Question mark. Wow! I just may ship my pants. That might happen first. We'll see. So we don't know that it hasn't happened. The reason why our intro music is different is because this week we're talking about the Karate Kid, Kia, right? Which a karate guy would have been a little bit more accurate, seeing as that uh, he was not a kid. (laughs) I mean, I don't even know. So, the young man. I've come full circle, and I I stand with Bernie Stinson on on that. Ralph Macchio is not a karate kid of any kind. No. Barely knows how to do karate. Not a kid. And by all rights Mm. and interests, not a very good protagonist. No, he is the whiniest little baby. I want to punch him in the face most of the movie. He's an asshole. Hey, most Anakin. of the series. And you know what? They don't miss that at all in Cobra Kai because he's an asshole in Cobra Kai too. Well, I can't speak yeah. for Cobra Kai. You've seen the first season. No, I haven't. You watched it. I mean. Oh, I didn't. You did? <laughs> we no. watched it together. Joe, you remember things I don't. Okay, well, I remember watching it with you, and you don't remember watching it, but you have seen it. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Is that... Can we talk Ooh, about that point first? Can we talk about their ages? Or uh, about, about how, what, Ralph... What's his name? Ralph Macchio? He's yes, 24? Playing a 17-year-old. 23? Playing no, he's a playing a 16-year-old. He gets his license. He says he just got his license. Well, he's 15 because he turns, he has a birthday, and that's when he gets his license. Right. So he's actually 15 at the beginning of the movie. And Johnny is 17. Yep. But he's 19 in real life, so he's actually the closest to his real age. And I believe it. And Elizabeth, she was 21. She looks I don't think her age is, is like super no she's somewhere between 15 and 17 somewhere there right she's older than daniel right because in the second movie she's already off to college and he's still just graduating high school maybe good question didn't I she mean, like not want to come back for prom seen or shit? so in the second movie <clears throat> she dumps him at the prom for some dude i thought Huh, she maybe. dumped him for a different franchise. <laughs> Back to the future. Ventures in babysitting. Oh, we went two different ways on that. 
Yeah, totally. I have no idea when Karate Kid 2 is filmed, but I know that Elizabeth Shue was in Back to the Future 2, so. Yeah. I just, their ages is kind of what don't click for me. Well, Ralph Macchio does not look old. No, but he, no. like, how can someone of that age look that skinny and, like, weird? <laughs> like, wow. I mean, why doesn't Paul Rudd look like Wilford Brimley? Mm. He's, yeah, I mean, well, I think what you're trying to say, Shannon, is that if this were made... Today. Today. when it kind of was, right? Little Jaden Smith got like in shape. Yeah, but he did. And not. like he he look he was athletic and he was doing things that were like interesting. Um, William Zabka, absolutely killing it. He kills it on the Cobra Kai too. He's like still very adept oh, at martial best. arts. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Dope as shit. Ralph Macchio couldn't could not in a million years do anything because he's so yeah. uh, what's the right word wimpy it's ah. not that he's a wimp because karate's not necessarily about strength it's just that he's like a gump like he can't like he doesn't seem to have any coordination really unless he's playing soccer huh well isn't that typical of a kid his age though sure Right, but boy, I don't teenagers? know how they settled on Ralph Macchio to be the Karate Kid, because but couldn't he... they have found anybody more physically adept? Dude, no, the he was a heartthrob we... at the time. Ooh. Ish, he wasn't the only one. No, he wasn't. But they need to do this the for the movies that made us. What'd you say, Matt? I said he was the only one for me. Aww. <laughs> He definitely rocked the long, curly hairstyle of the 80s. When did this movie come out? In the 84. 80s? 84. Oh, 84? Wow. Well, yeah, he says it's the 80s like 14,000 times. In he, he mentions it being the 80s all, the, all throughout the series of movies. He's just, it's the 80s. Well... I got excited when I saw a station wagon at the beginning of this movie, and I was like, hey, it's a station wagon. Those things were rocking in my days. Well, that's because my parents had one. Yeah, their station wagon sucks. Well, yeah, they have to push it because it won't start. But my station wagon had that third seat where you could look out as someone The backward seat, yeah. Yeah, it was like you're on a roller coaster of death. But Gosh, did they have seatbelts? I wonder what all these signs say. I don't remember. I mean, I never wore a seatbelt. I never fell out of a station wagon once. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, this is a fun story. I hid in that little third seat and I was hiding in there for some reason. And then my dad got in the car and drove to the Wonder Bread store. And I got out of the car and went into the Wonder Bread store without him knowing I was even in the car. And I was in my pajamas and I disgraced his honor. And when I got home, he beat my ass. Oh. Like severely. Well, how dare you, Joe? Like, I don't think I could go to school the next day type of deal. Well. How dare you disgrace his honor? I don't know exactly what the problem was. I guess there might have been holes in my pajamas, but they were Superman pajamas. I wore them all the time. Fuck yeah. Man of Steel. 
Well, no, you were in pajamas out in public. How dare you? That station wagon story took a real turn. Well, I, I, I knew, I mean, I, I didn't know that story, but once, once dad entered the, the scene, I knew where it was, it was not going to end well. No, it would not. We don't talk about that. Anywho's. Who? So. What about the hairdos? Very 80s. Very I mean, 80s I mean this quaffed. is this is like it, it's as if the 80s threw up all over this movie. Like they they are not trying to hide it. Yeah, they're they're just knee deep in in the 80s. I love the 80s. Like the boombox, the shoes, uh, the clothes, the, the, the hair, like, everything. The actual yeah. track music a bit weird though. Like. I guess that was kind of the thing in the 80s where they'd just be like, okay, we're going to make songs for this movie instead of like having hits that already exist. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, those songs don't exist? What? I'm I'm confused. I I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. They seem like they were made for the movie itself, but I could be wrong. What? No, they very well could be. The songs. The oh, no, that's just the, the fucking an original the soundtrack. Time. What? Okay. I'm just saying they're not known now. A lot of these well, songs no, are known now. What are you talking about? Well, maybe the last song in the movie. Cruel Summer? I don't know. I know. Dude, I know I was, that what, I, there old? was a... There was a radio station when I lived up north that did 90s at noon every every day. 90s at noon. And every day they would play Cruel Summer. And every day I would be like, that's not from the 90s. That was in the 80s. It was in Karate Kid. I'd be all, I'd get all mad. 90s right. listening to 90s at noon. You're right. anyway. There's a Peter Cetera song in this. That is in the second one, right? I'll be the man who fights for your honor. That's in the second movie. Yes. Oh, okay. I have that on my iPod because I love that song, and I love the second movie. Dan is still kid. a wad, but I like it. He's a wad. It's been a while, so I'll have yeah. to watch the second one. I mean, these were bangers at the time. Oh man, I that's another I, thing we should talk about. Bangers? No, the fact that this and movie that. was a product of the time. <laughs> this movie's a weird thing. Like I, I'm reading through the trivia trying to figure out like something. Where they got the idea? Like something. Like Cat? how did this bullshit come to be on my screen? So I don't know the movie overall, but I can tell you that Pat Morita had to get kind of devious and fight and play a little dirty to get this role because they wouldn't even let him audition. Really? Wow. Yep. They did not want a comedian in the role. Wouldn't even let him audition. Wasn't he from so like, New his, Jersey too? Yeah. Yeah, he was from Jersey and, and you know, he was on Happy Days and, and he was a stand-up comedian and that's just not what they envisioned for the role, which, you know, is cool. Just because you are a comedian doesn't mean you only do comedy. Right. Well, that's how we know it now. 
So, like, his agent literally had to some like had to somehow get a tape of him basically doing an audition for Miyagi and then get it in front of the this I can't remember if it was the the director or the producer um had to get it in front of him in like this this dodgy way like I I watched a a thing where Pat Morita was being interviewed and he talked about it and it was it was bizarre and then like the guy whoever it was that they showed it to didn't even recognize him as pat marita he was just like oh yeah this is miyagi who is this guy hmm. and his agent was like oh that's pat marita you know the guy that you wouldn't let audition mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how do you feel now fucker and from that moment on some of his lines were great i chuckled it Who's? wasn't like Maggie's overly comedic. Oh, Pat Morita. Uh, could he do this movie today, though? What do you mean? That's not how he talks. Oh, you're right. Probably not. But it's dumb. I... His character does. His character talks like that. He's He'd an be actor. Fine if what it though? Acting he, is. he might have to tone it down a little not to upset all the uh, oh, people who would be upset by such things. I mean, what do you? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. That's true. How upset? How would woke Twitter feel about this? <laughs> hmm. Like his line, like "You flower, you young, you need honey, not old prune." I was like, "That's cute." Very great racist impression. I wasn't trying to be. <laughs> oh no! I best shut up. Well, I guess he's doing a an impression of a guy who was his stunt double. Yep. Fumio Demora, oh. who oh. doubled him for his fight scenes, and uh, he translated not only Demora's attitude towards the martial arts and his character, but also his mannerisms and speech. So he was acting like someone Interesting. who would go on Speaking to be of- do all his fight scenes for all the movies, I guess. Speaking of stunt doubles, uh, they did things like way differently in the eighties, right? Because I watch movies nowadays, and I can't really tell the difference between the stunt double and the actor themselves. With this movie, like it was every scene that somebody fell or well, especially to... Daniel, right? Because Ralph Macchio is yeah. eighty-two pounds, right? If he's wearing a fifty-pound, one hundred and forty. <laughs> How much do you think he weighs in this movie? Let's be real. Oh my gosh. Um about a buck fifteen. Ah. I'd say that's pretty generous. Goodness. But yeah, every time like when he fell down on the bike, his stunt double easily outweighs him by forty five (laughs) pounds. Yeah. I mean you could just tell by the size of his neck. Because his neck was the size of uh, you know, Machio's waist, so like oh that's not the same guy. Uh, the 80s. But I wonder if it looked like they were doing all their own fighting in the end karate scenes. Goodness, I would have to rewatch it and look closer, I guess. I yeah, I never really cared. I guess by that point I was at that point I might not have been paying attention. Huh. 
but the uh, when Miyagi fights the kids. Cobra Kai kids, it's definitely not Miyagi. <laughs> it's definitely not Pat Morita. Right. No. No, no, no. Goodness. Except hmm. at the very end when he's just standing there crouching, looking around. That's Marita, I'm sure. Sure. Sorry, that was Which one? Um, the end. What? Sorry, I missed what you were saying. I was just I, I was it was a poor attempt at a joke. Oh, okay. So this movie unfortunately gives me a little bit of feeling from the past, even though it's not really when I was at age. I saw it when I was older, like when I was a teenager, probably even younger than high school. But the fact of being, because I said to Joe, I was like, where's his mom? Like all of a sudden, like throughout the movie, his mom's just like gone. You never see her anymore. And he's always with Mr. Miyagi. And Joe's like, well, he's the latchkey kid, you know? We never had parents around. Mm -mm. Nope. And it's... He was lucky enough to be supervised by Miyagi. Yeah, exactly. He would just leave and go fishing, right? And, like, part of that really controlled how I felt about this movie. Because when he says, you know, you're my best friend. And he's like, oh, I like you, too. It's the moment of, like, we all needed someone, and he was just his someone who was there for him. And I think that's the only part of this movie that I really enjoy. Like, I don't care about the karate. Does anyone? Right? I mean... So... So I have... So I can speak from... I can speak about this from the perspective of being a kid and a teenager and loving this movie loved it loved this movie i loved the sequel i didn't i've never cared for the third one the third one can go fuck itself but the first two i loved forever and ever and ever and ever and ever until i became an adult when Hmm. i became an adult i said who is this whiny little bitch good christ Could he throw any more temper tantrums? Why does Miyagi even put up with this garbage? Like, he is garbage. I I don't... So, I don't have the same... Yeah, the the allure wore off on me as soon as I saw the second movie. So, I don't know when that exactly would have been. I'm guessing it would have been in the late 80s, early 90s. When I was actually able to see it. Because it came out when I was four years old. So, I wasn't like cranking it on and remembering it but i remember watching the second movie and he's doing the the little drum exercise where he blocks and punches at the same time and he breaks ice and i'm like what (laughs) and i'm supposed to care about how he wants to romance some asian girl from okinawa and then he's just gonna leave at the end of the movie like i don't give a fuck and then the third one was like i guess And I'm trying not to speak on behalf of the other movies. I'm just speaking for this movie alone. Could the movie stand alone by itself? Just this movie? Yeah, would you rewatch just no, this movie? No, I don't like this movie particularly. I did, however, like the first season of Cobra Kai. Because it it basically settles in your mind the things that you're feeling but you're unwilling to say. Because you're supposed to root for this asshole. He's the protagonist. Right, but you can't. He's, He's garbage. He's not a victim. He's a dickhead. I said villain. 
Oh, I thought you said victim. Who? Danielson? Daniel's the villain of this yeah. movie. Not well, he's not a villain, but he's not a good guy. Neither is Johnny. Johnny's not a good guy. I think no. the protagonist of this movie is Miyagi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a little bit like Ted Lasso, and Daniel's a little bit like Jamie Tart. <laughs> Jamie Tart. He just wants, you know, to try to make the best, this person be the best version of themselves. Like, sure. he sees clay, and he's going to go ahead and mold it into something, right? Yeah. However, I love Miyagi. <laughs> his molding doesn't really end up doing shit. Not at all. Not even Mr. a little bit. ends up being a turd. Because as far as I remember, even in the beginning of the second movie, he's a dickhead. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I mean, he's a complete jerk to... So, no. So in the second movie, he's... He's less... He's less whiny in the second movie. My issue, my biggest issue with Daniel is that he creates all of his own problems yeah. and then bitches about it. Yeah. Throws temper tantrums about it. It's, it's too hard. It's not fair. It's bullshit. It's this. It's that. It's the other. Whatever. You're creating your own problems, bro. Just stop creating the problems. You'll be fine. But he right. doesn't do a lot of that in the second film. I think that's why I like it better. I mean, in what world, too, is he going to pick a fight with William Zabka on that beach? Like, In the world where he's a twerp and he's taken a couple of karate classes at the YMCA. And he's well, trying karate to get doesn't magically make you awesome. But to I his, know. Oh, to his credit, he just moved from New Jersey. He doesn't know how people are over in California. Guess what? People who out... Or, or, you know, six inches taller than you and outweigh you by 80 pounds can beat your ass. Right. It doesn't matter whether they know karate or not. Oh. Yeah. You know, maybe talk to him. Hey, buddy, can we just, like, chill out a second? Let's take a deep breath. Uh, You know, clearly emotions are high. I'm not trying to, like, get in the middle of anything. I just, you know, I just want to see everybody handle the situation okay. You know, we right. don't know each other. Hi, I'm Daniel. No, he's like, <laughs> and just he's sticks his nose in where it doesn't stupid belong. boy. <laughs> doesn't stay down, sucker punches him in the face, and then gets his ass beat and cries about it. Get away from me! Just leave me alone! Right. I'm supposed to feel bad for this kid? I mean, there was a time in my life where I did. Not I me. did feel bad for Daniel's son. I felt bad. I was a stupid little kid, and I didn't see it. I didn't understand. Well, I didn't feel bad at the beach because he kind of picked that fight. I kind of felt bad when he was on his bike and they forced him down the cliff. But it's all... And he I guess very childishly throws his bike away. Yeah, yeah they did some nasty he, shit. He fought the kid on the soccer field. But that wasn't what? that time, was it? It, it was, was after w- that. Right, but he was at his parents, his mom's restaurant and rode his bike home and... They saw him and, like, purposely... Right, I mean, that's a little nefarious, right? He could have got really hurt. Yeah. I was going to say, the the feud they have is one thing, but it's like, as much as I don't feel bad for Daniel, I don't think the outcome's any different if he's just... If he's going to be like, hey, guys, just chill out, all right? Because the Cobra Kai people are absolute fucking monster. I mean, you're probably right but in that scenario i feel bad for daniel sure i don't feel bad for daniel when he's 
you know, making poor decisions and escalating an already heated situation. Yeah, like he does he's, not he's need to rub it in their faces too. After, after they go talk to Crease, and he's constantly just rubbing it in their faces, he doesn't need to be doing that. Right. Yeah. I guess so. I hate Kreese. And there's, at the end of the movie, too, the thing Miyagi tells him, he's like, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, you earn their respect. That's like, it's such a huge lesson, and it's an important lesson that he's supposed to be learning, and they show it in the movie for four-tenths of a second. Yep. And it's dumb. I think if if any movie should have had the quote-unquote protagonist lose the big match a la Rocky. It should have been this one. He should have lost that match. Because that's how you win the... Or that's how you learn the lesson, right? The lesson isn't win or lose. The lesson is earn the respect. But... Turd. Being a product of its time. I know. Of course, our hero, quote-unquote, has to win. I don't know. I just don't really root for Daniel. No, I used to. Again, I used to when I was a stupid little kid too, because I could, I could relate to Daniel because he's just a stupid little kid. I was little once, but now I'm a big stupid. <laughs> For sure, me too, buddy. I was always more of a fan of Miyagi. I love Miyagi. But I think he's still he's the reason I still watch this franchise. Yeah. I mean, he's the only reason why I sat through this one. <laughs> There's a lot of other things I'd rather be doing than watching this movie. <laughs> Honestly, I like the stupid Jaden Smith movie better than this. Really? See, I have to agree with you there. Because Jackie Chan knocks it out the issue. fucking park. Here's my issue. That movie I, should never have been called The Karate Kid. Sure, in the same never. way that the first one shouldn't have. Because he doesn't do karate, he does kung fu. And the Well, in the first one, at least Daniel does karate. He but does not learn a kid. karate eventually. <laughs> no, he's not a yes, kid. Yes, but he plays a child on TV. He's playing a kid. Sure. The character is a kid. But... Yeah, it didn't have to be the Karate Kid. That might have been an interesting movie, and it could have just been called whatever it was called, and it, and I probably wouldn't have had an issue with it. But because yeah, but I went in, right? But I went into the movie thinking this is a this is the Karate Kid. This is a new a reboot of the Karate Kid, and it's and it's and it's not. It's. It's Jackie Chan doing Kung Fu, because that's what he knows, and that's cool. Give me a Jackie Chan movie teaching a young Jaden Smith Kung Fu. Call it something else. I'm in it. I'm in in it to win it. Sure. Call it the Kung Fu Kid. I don't care. I would have been down for that. You know Hollywood. It's IP. You gotta have that sweet IP, baby. I think, actually, Mr. Miyagi, as much as Jackie Chan did knock it out of the park, I think uh, Pat Morita is the better Miyagi. I would say that's neither here nor there. I think uh, the Miyagi of the reboot is written in a more dynamic way. And I think Jackie Chan, yeah, okay. Jackie Chan has to do more real acting with it than uh, Pat Morita did. Uh, Pat Morita acted every second because he had to talk in that weird voice. You know what I mean. 
I know. He's not crying on screen like Jackie Chan was. <laughs> um, no, but he did have to play very emotional moments in the way that a Asian man of his age and era would in that very quiet way and it's heartbreaking to watch i guess pat marita knocks those moments out of the park where he is hurting and you can see it in his eyes and that's the only place you can see it because that fits with his character you're not wrong shannon you're just still drawing you're not paying attention no i i don't know i just feel so different so, what do you feel? I don't know. I guess because I haven't seen the other movies, I'm just using this movie by itself to kind of... I felt bad for this kid. He was getting... You know, he was putting himself out there, which a lot of people do, and then he got pushed around, and then he pushed back, and obviously wasn't dumb idiot for doing it but I don't know I I don't know if he should have won or not it didn't matter to me like I said that part of the movie didn't matter to me at all I watched this movie for the relationship between Daniel-san and Miyagi I don't even care about the karate yeah I mean the the karate is almost like it doesn't matter. It's a useless device brought on by the time period. Right. Karate was super cool. Fucking karate, bro. And it's... Karate. You know, ninjas were in movies all the time back then, too. It was weird. Uh, yeah. I, I think if Daniel does as Joe said in the beginning and, like, just tries to talk the guy down, and then, obviously, Cobra Kai is not going to be what you would want to happen in that situation... And then Daniel, from that point forward, just kind of was like, be a pussy about this. but <laughs> Or create I'm, a delineating experience for Johnny and Daniel where Johnny is actually the instigator. Right. Right. Where he doesn't come I mean, up he, and attack, you know, he doesn't come up and try to talk to Allie. He actually just goes and attacks Daniel. That would make Johnny a clear bad guy. Yeah. Right. And I don't know what they're saving... Uh, all this face for William Zabka for, he's not in the other movies. No. Because 30 years later, but they knew it, they, they were going to make a streaming show starring him? Not in a million years, but fortunately for us, they did do that, and and we get to really see who Johnny Lawrence is in Cobra Kai, and it is a phenomenal about face. Well, yeah. Well, it's because... Cobra Kai is able to succeed because of Karate Kid's imminent failure. It's like they fucked up. Mm-hmm. And just because they get out the whiteout and 30 years later, we're going to go, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, at least the first movie was extremely successful, right? I think they're all pretty successful. I mean, it's successful enough to have four, one I without. they necessarily fucked up, then I think they just. No, I don't mean they fucked better. up in that, like, they made... I think they just made poor choices about how to write this movie. I mean, that's what you did in the 80s. I that's guess. true. You make a valid point there. <laughs> yep. Eight million dollar budget. Choices in movies until Jurassic Park, I'll, I'll have you know. 
Eight million dollar budget made ninety one million. Yeah, that's that's a good uh, return on investment there. Yeah, I'd definitely say that's that's a lot of cash for sure. Yeah, they're doing well. I, I think um, I agree. The second movie you, made one hundred and fifteen million. Wow, it doesn't say more. the budget though. I think you're right, Joe. They they kind of are able to correct the. 80s mistakes that they made in uh, Cobra Kai. It makes it very a very interesting experiment though because like all, of all the reboot things that could happen this is one that makes sense because they're not just I mean they are they're trading on IP because that's what but you do nowadays but they're sure. they're acknowledging in a meta sort of way the fact that the first movie kind of sucks <laughs> because they wrote it like yeah. shit and well, like okay, well, how can we how can we actually play on the fact that we screwed up? Well, we can make a sh- make the show about John- Johnny Lawrence and his journey and how he became that guy up in that place, interacting with Daniel in that way. Yeah, makes sense and to it's, me. It, it, it's being. <clears throat> was absolutely blown away by the first season I both sure I was blown away by it I I didn't know what I, they had no expectation into it and I was I was absolutely blown away and the second season started Ooh, on it, it. the second season started slow but then it, it picked right up and, and I'm in it I'm in it for season three I can't wait Something made a season three. Yeah, season four, right? That's what I mean. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, so let's just talk about good things then, right? We've discussed to death the fact that this movie's not written very well. Um, what's some good stuff about this movie you really enjoyed? Miyagi. Yeah. Anything specific? Um. <clears throat> Specifically, I like the times when he is, uh, when he gets, like, sarcastic with, with Daniel. You know, like, Daniel asks him, you know, what, what, what color belt do you wear? And, you know, and he's just like, J.C. Penny, 395. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, anytime he has occasion to, to laugh like that, I, I am joyful. I'm filled with joy. Uh, I liked it when he stole the black belt. I had never noticed yeah. that before. <laughs> you had never noticed that? No, I oh, never yeah, paid. Yeah. Like, by that point in the movie, I'm usually rolling my eyes in the back of my head going, fuck, when is it over? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he stole the black belt from uh, from the guy. That's very funny. <sighs> it was funny. Shannon? My favorite part is... Parts that you like. Oh, oh the parts that I like. Mm, mm, the birthday scene. Okay. Yeah, the whole that was the whole scene where you're like, where's his mom? Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm going to celebrate my birthday. Yeah, where was your mom during all your birthdays? Uh, nowhere. Exactly. It's a fact of life. Yeah, it's hard to have a favorite part. I didn't say favorite, just one you liked. Oh, Matt? Touche. <sighs> Man, I don't even... I, I kind of... I think I'm just going to have to agree with Angela. I think uh, Mr. Miyagi is the only kind of redeemable character in the whole movie. I mean, it's not as bad as we're making it sound out to be. I think the movie's fine, I guess. It's just... You know it's 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 a success of the times. If they release something that awful this day and age, it would be laughed into movie nefariousisms. Or it um, could become meta and cool, I guess. I don't know. Sure, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think like I don't I don't know what else was really that great. Um the both the both Johnny and uh Daniel are absolute pricks. Especially with the way they treat uh Elizabeth Shoe. Yeah. She can do better. Oh, most certainly. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, on the one hand, I remember, I remember feeling bad when I was however old when this movie came out for Daniel, just because like he gets the shit beat out of him. Um, but I don't know. I obviously, I don't feel bad for him, but I, I can see kind of like what other people would feel about this because just because the Cobra Kai assholes are so brutal. It's like you, you already beat the stun out of him, and you're gonna like chase him down a ravine. You're gonna, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no mercy. Man confronts you; he is the enemy. The enemy deserves no mercy. Who's the guy when they when uh, Johnny like beats the ever living shit out of him, and he like can't stand on his own? Who's the guy that's like Johnny? Is that enough? Oh, that's the same guy who didn't want to uh, hurt him at the end. Yeah, Bobby. Oh, Bobby. Okay. Isn't Bobby the same dude that goes, put him in a body bag? Poor Bobby has issues. Isn't that the same kid? I don't know. Hmm. Look it up. I think it might. I think it might be. I don't remember. All I know is. No, I th- no Tommy was the guy that was like, put him in a body okay. bag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I I really like the analogy that I, I like the scene where where Miyagi is first teaching him how to wash the car or whatever, first starts training him, and he does the analogy about you know, you walk on the right side of the road, you're safe. You walk on the left side of the road, you're safe. You walk in the middle, you're squish, just like grip. Yep, karate is the same thing, and. I actually, I mean, I don't use the analogy specifically, and it's been made in other movies before, but I tell my kids that stuff all the time. Like, they'll be like, I'm trying. You don't try. You just do. Yes, as Yoda once said. Right. Like, you either do it or you don't. There, There's... Yeah. yeah. Take a chance. Trying to not... Right. Saying, well, I'm trying. You're just going to get squished. Just like... But anyway, I 
I always liked that. I liked the revelation, too. Of, I liked it when I was a kid that Daniel Sun's not just doing his fucking chores. He's teaching him about karate. That, that was a really cool part. I think that's kind of iconic, in, in fact. Which is basically why kids go to school. You know, they don't just go to school because they need to learn about algebra. Cause you don't really necessarily need to learn about algebra, but you need to understand how to fucking just sit there. Right. And shut the fuck up and do what you do shit you don't want to do. Yep. Because that's adulthood. That's adulthood. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. You know, Basically. Yeah. This skill will pay off later. Just watch. Paint the fence, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, my so one of my favorite parts is uh I, oh, I enjoyed watching William Zabka do all his karate. Oh, yeah, yeah, So I think yeah. he's good at it. And when he does his kip-up after Daniel knocks him down, I was like, oh, that's dope. He he really was into this shit. And I just read that after the movie was over, he kept training, and he got up to a double green belt or something like that. Second-degree green yeah, belt. That's super impressive. I mean, it's not black belt, but... Oh. Still impressive. He's got he more belts doesn't than have I do. To register, because he doesn't have to register his hands as lethal weapons. Like rigs? Yeah, I was going to say, black belt is, you've been studying karate for like ages, kind of thing. Yeah, not really. You can get a degree on your black belt every five or so years. You can get a degree on your black belt? Yep. It's interesting. Yeah, there's like a, an 80-year-old woman just in the news the other day because she's a fifth degree black belt. She said it's going to take her like six more years to become a sixth degree or whatever. She's like, I don't know if I have that much time left. <laughs> Interesting. Because she's 100? She'll be in her 90s. Oh, good criminy. Yeah. Well, she can't stop. That's that's what's going to kill her. Right. Said so That's kind of why she said she started. She's like, I didn't. I heard about cognitive decline. If you don't keep active and you don't learn new things she's like so i took up karate and i took up the chuck norris version or whatever so oh god chuck love norris. it yeah <sighs> so what do you say we rate this pile of crane kicks yeah let's rate it uh who goes first matt uh-huh. how about you shannon okay shannon I give it a 6.5. Hmm. Um, I think I'm being generous. <laughs> <laughs> then why'd you rate it that? Because after I listen to you guys kind of like destroy this thing, I'm thinking specifically just this movie and not, I'm not taking into account Karate Kid 2, Karate Kid 3, or Cobra We were Kai. just talking about this movie. I know, but you you're bringing in this other stuff that, I'm trying not to. I'm trying to just be in okay. the bubble of Karate Kid. The Karate Kid. Okay. That's all. All right. I'll take that into account when I rate the movie. What about you, Matt? Um, I think there's a few redeemable things that we still haven't touched on. I think some of the relationships are like entertaining to see, I guess, or whatever. Um... But overall, yeah, it's just a pretty bad movie. I think the nostalgia may bring it up a point or two. I'm going to give it a 
4.189. Wow. Boogie? So, <clears throat> if you had asked me to rate this movie 20 years ago, I would have rated it an 8 or a 9. Um, really? In the year 2000, it, you would have rated this an 8 or a 9? Yep. Wow. Yeah, most certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, but now, now I would probably rate it, <clears throat> you know, a two. I'd give it one point for Miyagi and one point for Miyagi, I guess. I, I'm not really. <laughs> so, so I guess if we average those, then that makes it a five. What oh, did you five. just say? <laughs> oh, you're... Okay, I got you. Yeah. I was yeah. like, one in one's average. not five. No, my... my yeah, yeah, my yeah, 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 I get you. I get you. Today. I'm picking up what you're putting down now. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm the conversation the kid. And we dropped the two, carry the three. That's a, it's definitely right. a five. Minus 17. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is it my you turn? My... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also give this a two. It's not good. It's, I mean, there's nostalgic shit going on. There's 80s stuff going on. I thought the most realistic relationship in the movie was between Daniel and his mom because she, like, cares, but she also is, like, fucking whatever. <laughs> She's, like, off doing her right. own thing. And like that, yeah. That's that's the childhood I remember. Like that's legit. Yep. Um, I, I there's something unsettling about Miyagi and Daniel becoming friends. Why? Because know. he's a an old man, and and Daniel's son's a young boy. Yeah, you know, and, you know. Now that we know that, like, coaches and shit are just like raping their kids left and right, it's like, well, uh, I don't know. Don't you dare. I'm not saying that happened. It's obviously very innocent. What I'm saying is, I it makes me uncomfortable. Like if my son came to me and was like, a wizened old man has decided to befriend me, and I'm spending all my free time with him. Miyagi wouldn't wouldn't take your sons under his wing because they have you. Not not the point I'm trying to make. I know, but Daniel's son didn't have anybody. Not the point I'm trying to make. I know. Miyagi's innocent. <laughs> what I'm saying is <laughs> the but assholes who would want to befriend children it's... aren't. I know. But don't let your don't let that tarnish your, your thoughts about Miyagi and Daniel's relationship. Sure. <laughs> it would be more natural to me of a relationship if Daniel walked into his dojo or something and he, they had a teacher-student relationship from the beginning rather than being like acquaintance-turned-friend-turned-student. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because I, I, sure. I know the difference between a proper relationship between teacher and student and an improper one. I've seen it. I see it all the time. And I can see that the people who really want to like hang out with little kids are fucking weird. Yeah. And so Yeah, you know what they say? 
You know what they say the real danger sign is? If anybody wants to hang out with your kids more than you do. Oh, yeah. That's what you look for. Yeah. Anyway. So that's why I got a two for me. <laughs> like I said, I was generous. So are we going to watch the next one? Should we keep this train going? I would be all right going down to to the sequel town, but I I'm not I I I don't think that there's any reason to to complete the trilogy. The third one is just so bad. I think that'd be fun to watch it then. I haven't so. seen either of them, so that's, that's Oh, cool. Oh, cool. You're in for a fucking weird ride. Me? <laughs> weird ride. Yeah, they, Keep in in mind that all the movies happen like shotgun. Like, this one ends, the next one starts like two days later. Yeah. Yeah. And we also need to uh, also address that there's a fourth movie starring Hilary Swank, who is is simultaneously more feminine and more masculine (laughs) than Ralph Macchio. Yes. 100%. And utterly more believable as an athlete. Who could learn 100%. Variety. So. Yeah. I've seen lots of uh, the flashback scenes from the, like the second and third movie from uh, Cobra Kai, so. Yeah. Well, now they'll make sense. You'll be able to put them in context. So in a couple yeah. weeks, we'll probably come back for Karate Kid Part Deuce. <laughs> yes, Sorry. I said that that way on purpose. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Whatever, I'm going to rate it at least a 7 because of Peter Cetera. Peter Cetera, okay. I I think I prefer Jonathan Groff, Groff's uh, Peter Cetera impression in the second Frozen movie more than I do Peter Cetera. Oh my gosh, you, I was blown away. I was literally like, is this Peter Cetera? You got a little Jonathan why, why Groff fan. Right? Amazing. You think and you're not gonna like him anymore? And he's like, "No, nah, you'll be back." Anyone? Uh, that was a great joke. Okay, about. great I jokes aside. <sighs> Find us at Instagram, guys. Movie Dummies Podcast. Yeah. We'll chit chat with you there, posting stuff in between episodes and whatnot. And moviedummies at gmail.com for any questions or comments or concerns. What did you think about the Karate Kid? And uh, yeah, as always, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. And for A-A-Ron. We Audi 5000. Audi. Also, bye. 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 Bye.